0: Hi, I'm Frances Anderton, and this is DNA. So what is going on at the Los Angeles River?
1: It's reclamation of millions of gallons of water that are wasted that could have a significant impact on the uh, drought problem that we're facing.
0: That's Frank Gehry, architect of the Walt Disney Concert Hall and showpiece buildings the world over, who we've all just learned is in charge of master planning 51 miles of the Los Angeles River, from its origin in Canoga Park to its outlet in Long Beach. The news was let slip last week by the LA Times and surprised thousands of longtime river advocates, as well as veteran landscape designers. Lewis McAdams, founder of the longtime river advocacy group Friends of the LA River, summarized the general reaction.
2: Disney Hall is a beautiful project. I don't know how that necessarily qualifies Frank Gehry to be the guy that restores the Los Angeles River, um, but I suppose stranger things have happened.
0: Lewis McAdams himself, however, was not surprised because he had triggered the news by alerting the LA Times to a letter he'd sent the LA River Revitalization Corporation expressing his refusal to support their planned upcoming press conference at which officials from cities through which the river runs would all stand together in support of a broad Gary strategy. Then Mayor Garcetti had to hurriedly respond at a press conference where he managed to further provoke many landscape experts in town by referring to Frank Gehry as the second coming of legendary landscape designer Frederick Law Olmsted. Now, this was all lively drama that diverted from... Or maybe it revealed the inherent political landmines that lie ahead for the very important question of what's going to happen at the LA River. Especially now there's billions at stake for a restoration, investors are champing at the bit to get River's Edge parcels, and lower income residents along its edge are feeling the pressure of rising property values. We're going to talk about all this on today's show. We'll hear from Frank Gehry and from longtime river activists. First up, though, Omar Branson. He's executive director of the Los Angeles River Revitalization Corporation. That's a mouthful that also becomes LA River Corp. It's a non-profit created by the city of LA as part of the 2007 Los Angeles River Revitalization Master Plan. More on that in a moment. And it's intended to help stimulate smart public-private development along the LA River. He joined us via phone to tell us why they'd reached out to Frank Gehry.
3: I think we want to look at the Los Angeles River from two perspectives. One is it's absolutely important to continue to make progress and build projects, which is what we've predominantly focused on over the last five years. Uh, But we also want to make sure that we're looking at the Los Angeles River from a systems perspective. It's 51 miles. Uh, It cuts across social, environmental and economic issues. And we really wanted to find a team that could help us take a more integrated view of the Los Angeles River. Uh, How do we take uh, everything from hydrologic, ecological, community, uh, recreation, uh, water uh, uses and uh, and bring those together? Uh, And that's the type of team we were looking for and one that could work at uh, a scale that cuts across 15 different cities, county, state, and federal jurisdictions.
0: And why did you turn to Frank Gehry for help with a hydrological approach?
3: We really wanted to make sure that uh, design uh, was in the lead um, and that then engineering uh, was in support of that larger design. So that's why we decided to go uh, with a design firm and then uh, complement their design approach with great technical uh, support. Geosyntec, which is an engineering firm, uh, and has been uh, very involved in a lot of the water reclamation, um, stormwater management designs here in Los Angeles, has been part of our uh, initial pro bono design team, along with experts from around the world, including Hank Ovink, who's uh, a special envoy for the the Netherlands government and uh, helping people think about, including the President of the United States, post-Sandy uh, in New York, how to take a more integrated and resilient approach uh, to water and engineering issues.
0: Now, Henk Ovink is an extremely smart and capable guy, but there's extremely smart and capable people here in L.A. who've sort of toiled for many years on uh, developing the master plan, uh, approved 2007, as well as various other sort of strategies for the L.A. river. Are you incorporating that work as well? Are you tapping that wisdom? Or are you feeling it's time for a clean slate and you're looking elsewhere for intelligence?
3: We've absolutely uh, brought in both uh, people who have been working on the Los Angeles River for a long time and then people that are new to it, um, like Hank. Um, And so while uh, we very much have brought in uh, and been working with uh, Mayor Garcetti and the team of folks um, that are in the city of Los Angeles, including in the city council. Um, we've also been working with Senator Kevin DeLeon, uh, Mayor Garcia, county supervisors. Um, and that, again, is really the challenge, is that the LA River uh, needs to be looked at in an integrated way.
0: I see. And lastly... Um, are you and um, Mayor Garcetti in lockstep over this approach? Was it his idea to, to turn to Frank or yours and you got his backing? How, where's the sort of um, hierarchy in all of this?
3: Mayor Garcetti was president of the city council when the River Corporation was created. Uh, he was one of my references when I got the job. And so we've been working very closely with the mayor's office. Because the Los Angeles River has been one of his uh, top uh, priorities for the city, because he, re- he sees it as a, as a regional opportunity. Um, in terms of Frank Gehry specifically, uh, it was members of uh, our board that approached Frank, um, and uh, and then we uh, continue to coordinate and communicate uh, with uh, the mayor, county supervisors, uh, state representatives. Um, and, you know, other mayors along the Los Angeles River uh, because this is about bringing people together.
0: There was Omar Branson. He's executive director of the Los Angeles River Revitalization Corporation, or LA River Corp. You're listening to DNA. I'm Francis Anderton. So now to Frank Gehry himself. In case you thought the LA River might be transformed into 51 miles of wavy titanium, he's actually drilling much deeper. With the help of his young partners Tensho Takamori and Anand Devarajan, and the data-gathering computer technology that his firm developed,
1: the LA River is 51 miles long, and it includes uh, many constituencies, 15 cities. And uh, my when I when they came to me, I said that I would consider it if if they would just let me study it as a flood control project. Before anybody starts saying we should plant trees here and there, uh, let's find out what its technical needs are, what its what its own moral imperative is, as it were, to exist. And we did that, and we found that it's a major water reclamation project, which has economic impact beyond what the uh, other studies have, have shown. They haven't been as comprehensive, which I suspect they, they weren't asked to be. Uh, and we brought in the experts and we spent the last few months having meetings and, and doing that. So we got the whole river mapped by Trimble, our, part- our, our tech partners now, for free, which the Corps of Engineers couldn't do because they're all in 1D and 2D drawings. They've got it in detail. But but it's not a working document that people can grab hold of. We have now created a working document for seventy to eighty percent of the river, and we're getting the rest of it done. So we will have a hundred percent of it. We're documenting the the flows, the days. We're documenting the effects of all of the population around it. You know, all of that is to for the mayor and and the and the group to understand what it is, first and foremost. Nobody's done that. Nobody's done a comprehensive uh, presentation of all of that with all of the implications. Nobody has gone to the 15 mayors and met with them. Nobody's gone to the individual politicians and districts and met with them. So I actually got to present it to Jerry Brown for a few minutes. He gave me two minutes of his time. And everybody that's gone through it, seen it, and looked at it said they now understand what this entity is, what the river is, and the opportunities of it. That's what we did.
0: And that's the starting point, is the and reclamation. That's the
1: starting point. And then what does that mean? How do you reclaim it, and where do you put it? Some of it goes into aquifer. Some of it goes into building parks. Some of it goes into building uh, recreation areas some of it goes into a lot of stuff there's and because of that we were able to identify a number of sites along the river that and we're looking at those to see how realistic the reclamation uh, and how how you do it how would you do it what would what's the engineering required to do it and and it's going to require money initial money and so uh, what does that mean? The politicians are looking at that.
0: So Frank, what would you say to those in LA who've spent many years working on various strategies and plans for the river and now feel like they might be being overlooked in this process?
1: Nobody, including Frank Gehry, including the mayor, own any of this turf. These people all have to work together and all we're trying to do is identify uh, the issues of it that makes sense and and I've always said from day 1 when I took it that it's not an exclusionary process.
0: But of course there's going to be excitement at Gary being involved with the river as well. And so to so it's to this building are, I'm no, not doing I, a building. You're not doing a building. <laughs> and I'm not doing anything. I'm doing
1: I'm doing <laughs> what I learned in planning school at Harvard. Which is <laughs> to gather information, collate it, uh, study it and See where the find where the the key elements are. Develop a program of studies, fu- future studies that need to be done, which we're trying to do right away. But it's not the High Line. No, I know because people tell me that. And at the, the first meetings, they talked about it. Is, if New York can do the High Line, we can do the River. And I said, if if New York could do the High Line, you could do a High Line. If you got a derelict bridge, go do it. You know, And there are some. We could do a number of high lines uh, in L.A. if we wanted to. But the, you know what the big picture is? The really big picture is L.A. has divided itself with freeways. Los Angeles has watercourses like Biona Creek, and I think there's many of them throughout the L.A. basin that are like the L.A. River that are carrying water and, and wasting it. My dream, my dream of this is, is maybe very Olmsteadian, is to unite them all and create a uh, continuity so that, that there's fingers of, of park and greenery and river that goes all over the city and, and unite the city and the, more than just the 51 miles of the L.A. River, but beyond that. That's a my dream.
3: Well,
0: that's would be the dream for the city for the 21st century, reversing yeah. the dream for the 20th century.
1: Right, right. And with that, you know, there's more parts to this than anybody's realized. There's, and maybe they've realized, but I haven't seen evidence of the real the, the fast train from from San Francisco, to LA or San Diego where it's going.
0: The high-speed rail.
1: Yeah, high-speed rail does intersect uh river. And so and they got money to do things and so we were exploring that kind of stuff too as part of our mandate here.
0: And that would all be geared to what union station and around there.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I worked uh, 50 years ago or longer ago when I was uh, working at Gruen's, I guess in the 50s, right? So it's longer, 60 years ago. One of Gruen's projects was the Illinois Central Railroad, covering it with parks and development. And I did layouts for huge, massive building conglomerations on the on that site today. That railroad is covered, and there's a thing called Millennium Park. And that park has changed downtown Chicago. It's absolutely transformed it. So we could do things like that, you know. That, that's the kind of stuff, that's the kind of bigger thinking that has, has possibility here.
0: That's architect Frank Gehry talking about his master planning work for the L.A. River. Coming up after this break, reaction to Gary's involvement from LA Times architecture critic Christopher Hawthorne and concerns about what happens to past plans. In the course of this discussion, you'll have heard a couple of references to Henk Ovink. Check DNA's website for my interview with him about the LA River and how it is linked to global climate change adaptation. Back with DNA, I'm Frances Anderton, and we're talking about the Los Angeles River and revelations that Frank Gehry is its new master planner.
4: Please, please don't take
0: this from you. That's the sound of the band Tone in Georgia getting going at Frog Spot this past Saturday night. That's a hangout at the river's edge in Elysian Valley, built with sweat equity by the Friends of the LA River. It's a symbol of the success of 25 years of consciousness raising by poet Lewis McAdams around a vision of restoring LA's concrete flood channel into a pastoral waterway but not everyone at the frog spot was focusing wholly on the band because they were chewing over the new developments. And what has prompted the most concern is what has happened to plans already made, specifically Alternative 20. That's a proposal by the Army Corps of Engineers to strip away the concrete from an 11-mile stretch of the LA River but how the estimated 1.35 billion cost will be split between feds and city is currently in contention. His friends of the L.A. River board member and architect Alex Ward.
2: It's not that we have any problem with a whole group of people providing vision and creative energy at the river, and Frank Gehry certainly is someone with a great deal of vision and creative energy. I think our concern right now is just not to send a mixed message to Congress, um, while we're trying desperately to help the city to get a, a reasonable split of the cost of alternative 20 from the core. And that, I think, means speaking as with one voice as a unified whole, as a city and as a region, and uh, encouraging Congress to fund a larger portion of Alternative 20. And I wouldn't want the implication that there's another vision or another master plan to muddy the waters there. That's really our concern.
0: That's Alex Ward. So is the new plan muddying the waters? Back to Omar Branson of the LA River Revitalization Corporation.
3: I think uh, for maybe those that are inside baseball, um, you know, there is nuance between the city's uh, plan versus Alternative 20 versus what we're trying to build in this integrated approach with Frank Gehry. Um, But I think for the general public, more news about the river is good. And uh, our board chair uh, is the former senior civilian of the Army Corps. Uh, He's a 40-year veteran of the Army Corps. And he absolutely has been important to making sure that we take what the army corps has done and continue to move uh, that work forward that's
0: omar brownson the other big question mark is what happens to the la river master plan this was created by a team helmed by landscape designer mia Lera for the city of la nine years ago
4: so the revitalization master plan for the la river basically focused on 32 miles through the city of los angeles And uh, the goal was to basically create a framework for projects along the river that actually gave people access to the river that addressed ecology, water quality, habitat, and uh, the framework for revitalization along its borders. So, going from a single purpose piece of infrastructure for flood protection to a multi uh, purpose piece of infrastructure that did so much more for people um, and you know, communities.
0: So, this new plan that, um, it, or this new strategy that mm-hmm. is um, emanating from the Gary office mm-hmm. is um, for the entire 51 mile mm-hmm. stretch of mm-hmm. the LA River. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's being said that it doesn't necessarily preclude what's gone before, but rather that there was no strategy for, the, for 51 miles of the river. Um, is, that,
4: is that fair to say? Well, in the sense that we that the plan originally didn't address the seven other communities uh, from you know LA City through to Long Beach, that's correct. And uh, you know the the original plan approved by the city council is now approximately eight years old. There's new technologies, new strategies, new people, you know, have been elected, new communities. The community has matured, and it's certainly an opportunity to sort of refresh um, and uh, sort of have the the you know the this plan sort of grow and mature. So, I think it's exciting. Um, it's it, it's to perhaps it got um, sort of unveiled in in a, in a sort of strange way without much information. That's Mia Lera. She's designer
0: of many parks in L.A., including the Natural History Museum Nature Gardens and Vista Hermosa Park. But Frank Gehry has turned to another landscape architect for advice in his process, the highly respected firm of Laurie Olin. So what happens to the L.A. River Revitalization Master Plan? Again, Omar Branson.
3: The city's master plan is great. We were created, the River Corporation was created by the city's master plan. Um, but as you said, uh, the city's master plan really only takes into account the first 32 miles of the river. Also, what the master plan is is really a framework, uh, and it provides uh, wonderful guiding principles and ideas of what uh, is possible uh, as it looks uh, to take a integrated social, environmental, and economic perspective. What we are now doing is building uh, from that city master plan and really looking at how do we solve uh, some of the core hydrologic issues um, that challenge the river. Uh, I call it the Gordian's Knot. Uh, that challenge is that we can't unlock the 1,000 acres of land uh, that's in the Los Angeles River until we also address uh, the flood control issues. And so that is uh, very much the uh, focus that we're taking. And to do that, we have to look along all 51 miles and look at the river as a system uh, and not just understand it um, from a political uh, or city jurisdiction line.
0: Omar Branson heads up the L.A. River Revitalization Corporation. And it's on his last point that the L.A. River Corp and FOLAR are in agreement. Back to Alex Ward.
2: But the river's problem right now is not one of design, really. It's one of governance, and we need a unified governance structure for the river more than a unified design for the river. And we need a uniform, um, unified way of funding that. And I think that's those are the two big questions that really need um, to be addressed, is how to get a, a, a broader authority that will provide a, a vision for how the river is um, governed, how it's managed, how it's regulated. And that's more like a call it a a, a trust or call it a conservancy, call it a joint powers authority, although that has very specific meanings. That's what the river lacks.
0: It strikes me that um, everything that you've said about the need for um, unified governance is exactly what the River Corp felt too, and they reached out to Gary. Would you see him as the ideal person to lead any kind of unified or overarching approach?
2: You know, if Gary, through some sort of brilliant vision, could get all the authorities that have a piece of the river to come together and agree on how to uh, govern the river, I think that would be wonderful. I think that would be absolutely fabulous. Um, But it's a tough problem.
0: That's Folar board member Alex Ward. And does any of this mollify Folar founder, Lewis McAdams? Would he go to Gary's office and sign off on a unified front?
2: Well, I think that we already said we were kind of busy and would think about it in the long run. But we have just too much stuff going on right now to to go to Frank Gehry's office, although I'm sure it would be fun.
0: And if he came to the L.A. River?
2: I would love for him to come to the L.A. River. I mean, we've had the head of the Army Corps of Engineers, and, then, and why not Frank Gehry?
0: That was Lewis McAdams, founder of the Friends of the Los Angeles River. The last word goes to Christopher Hawthorne. He's architecture critic at the Los Angeles Times. And I asked him, what does he make of the politics and the design implications of the choice of Frank Gehry to master plan the L.A. River?
5: It's a hugely complicated story politically, probably even more complicated politically than it is in terms of infrastructure, which is really saying something. I think the degree to which this is an effort that Mayor Garcetti will take credit for and stick his neck out uh, on and be willing to take some heat if it if it doesn't go according to plan is a really fascinating open question. I think in terms of the choice of Gary, I'm ambivalent about it. I think in some ways, uh, as a way to marshal some support across the region, across the state, and to get you know federal government buy-in, to the extent to which Gary can help bring all of those parties together, um, then it's a choice that probably make sense. But it's also coming at a moment when we have real distrust of big, overarching Robert Moses-style plans. So I think, you know, given that this is really about water and water policy at a time of drought, now I think we need a much more public and open dialogue. And in that sense, maybe we do need one big idea, one big vision for the river. Um, I can certainly understand people's distrust of planning that way. um, But, you know, river policy for Southern California is not something you can do on a neighborhood by neighborhood basis certainly in terms of how we redefine redesign the banks of the river each neighborhood will have to be involved in that discussion and it really does run the river runs through a whole bunch of communities a really diverse uh, collection of cities and communities um, and so it just from a kind of landscape architecture design point of view I think it makes very little sense to, to do a one-size-fits-all solution in terms of water policy I think that's exactly what we need so that contradiction And and the bigger contradiction between sort of using this to um, prevent flooding and trying to allow public access and whether you can strike that balance, that's the other fascinating part of it, uh, of this story.
0: But lastly, typically in the same sentence, one doesn't hear Frank Gehry in water policy. Based on Gehry's track record, is he the right guy to be doing this?
3: I
5: think yes and no. It's surprising in the sense that he's not. Somebody who's worked on water policy, hydrology, um, and to that, in, in that sense, it's only going to work if he brings in people who are really smart about those issues and gives them free reign. So that's also a question: how much control will he be willing to give up if, indeed, he takes control of this um, process? But in terms of you know the the way that his work understands and reads Los Angeles, I think it is a fitting choice in that way. In, in a way that that um, might seem counterintuitive to people, he's thought a lot about the kind of way that L.A. works, the kind of linear infrastructure that the city has built around, the boulevards, the freeways, the river, the river is very much part of that. And I think if you think of his work going all the way back to the beginning is really understanding Los Angeles as it is rather than in a kind of utopian way, um, his read on that kind of concrete landscape of the river could be really fascinating. When I talked to him, he said, you know, I'm not Olmstead. That's what I told the city. Um, he's not casting himself um, uh, in that way as the kind of landscaper or, or water policy savior. Um, but I think given that the Army Corps, the federal government was running this with a very sort of one-size-fits-all attitude about water policy from Washington, to have someone whose work really understands the city and its infrastructure in the way that Frank's does can be very interesting.
0: It was Christopher Hawthorne at the Los Angeles Times. And that's it for today's show. DNA is produced by Caroline Chamberlain. The show was mixed by Jennifer Swatek. Special thanks to Jason Groman. Find more DNA on our blog at kcrw.com DNA and follow us on our Facebook page at KCRW's Design and Architecture. I'm Frances Anderton. Thank you very much for listening. Stay tuned for the world coming up next.